وَمَا and whatever اِخْتَلَفْتُمْ you all differed فِيهِ in it مِنْ شَيْءٍ of anything meaning any matter concerning which you differ amongst yourselves ما whatever it may be whatever matter that اِخْتَلَفْتُمْ خَا لَامْ from the word اِخْتِلَافْ خَلْف is behind and اِخْتِلَافْ is to go against each other meaning to differ with each other and we see that when people differ with each other, typically what happens? They show their back to each other, right? It's amazing how a person could be in a very public place even, but if he differs with someone, doesn't support them, then what will he do? He will sit with his back toward him the whole time. It's interesting, right? Even if it's going on live TV, it will happen. Because this is the reality of ikhtilaf. I don't know if you heard, but the mayor of London the Muslim guy who got selected, somebody from the opposition, they literally, in his speech, they sat the whole time with their back toward him. And imagine, this is going live on TV. But this is what happens. You know, differences, they lead to such aversion that people cannot even face each other. And may Allah protect us from such animosity and such hatred that we don't even have this much tolerance to look at somebody just because we don't agree with them, or just because we don't like them, just because of our differences with them. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, وَمَخْتَلَفْتُمْ فِيهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ Anything, any matter that you differ in, then what should be done? What is the solution? فَحُكْمُهُ Then it's judgment, إِلَى اللَّهِ Towards Allah. Meaning take the judgment from who? From Allah. Take the final decision from who? From Allah. ذَلِكُمُ اللَّهُ Rabbi. That, O oh you people, is Allah my Rabb. Meaning, tell people that Allah is my Rabb. And عَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ Upon Him I have trusted. وَإِلَيْهِ unib, And to Him I return. To Him I return. For what? For the answers, for solutions. For He is my Rabb. And on Him I have relied. Now, why is it that people differ with each other? Why isn't it that all people agree with each other? Why are there differences amongst people? Simple reason. Because people are using their minds. And everyone thinks differently. We have been given free will. It's a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when people use that, then of course they're not going to agree with each other on every single matter. Differences are natural, they are healthy, and they're almost necessary. But there are some matters which if they're left to people to decide, then they will never ever agree upon those matters. And when there will be no agreement upon them, this will lead to chaos, this will lead to a lot of problems. So then, what should be done? فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ So for example, what is evil, what is good? If these matters are left to people to decide, right? You decide what is good, you decide what is evil. Are people ever going to come to an agreement? No. What's going to happen is that some people, they will strive to campaign for a particular matter that this is good, so everybody should accept it. So yes, everybody will accept it eventually after a lot of you know discussions and whatnot. And then eventually what will happen? There will be another wave you know, of people saying that no, this is not good, this is evil. And so we'll see this throughout history that something was considered good and then it was considered bad and then it was considered good. God knows what's going to happen in 50 to 100 years. Right? So then, what should be done? 
what is good, what is evil, what is right, what is wrong? Should these matters be left to people to decide? If that is the case, then people will never decide. So, فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ The ruling is to be referred to Allah. We have to see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said concerning these matters. Are they right or wrong? Are they good or bad? So, فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ Its ruling is taken to Allah, meaning referred to Allah. The judgment is taken from Allah. Where in this world also, why? Because He is the Lord, the owner, the creator. So ask the creator, right? Ask the legislator, ask the one who is Al-Alim. And then, فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ Also in the hereafter, where Allah will give the final decree. So فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ So what is the solution then when it comes to differences? Accept Allah's hukum. Surrender yourself before Allah's decree. And when people will do that, this will lead to peace, harmony, and unity. Because why should one person's opinion be chosen over another's? Isn't it? People are people. One person based on his research and analysis and understanding, he gives his opinion concerning a particular matter. Many years later, another researcher will come, another reformer will come, they will give their own opinions. right? And then when you're studying these sciences, then you have to memorize the names of all of these researchers. And honestly, it bothers me so much. That why do I have to know a human being's name, his date of death, and then his opinion on what a particular matter is. Right? And then if you don't learn these things, you can't pass your exams. Right? You can't develop those thoughts. So these are human beings, and you differ with them. And we see that even within that group of scientists, those scientists will differ with each other. So why should we have to accept a human being's understanding or opinion? Why should one human's word be given preference over another's? This is not fair. فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ Ask who? The Creator. The one who is all-knowing. Al-Alim. فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ ذَلِكُمُ اللَّهُ رَبِّي That, O oh you people, is Allah my Lord. Who? Who is my Lord? The Creator. Allah. In Surah Qasas, Ayah 88 also, we learn, لَهُ الْحُكْمُ وَإِلَيْهِ تُرْجِعُونَ To Him belongs the hukum, the command, and to Him you all shall return. And then notice how it is said, عَلَيْهِ تَوَكَّلْتُ On Him I trust. On Him I have relied. For He is the judge. I trust His decision. I trust that He will provide a solution. وَإِلَيْهِ unib And to Him I return. Meaning any matter over which there are differences, I return to who? To Allah. For He has all the answers. And then we see that in general also. Whenever people have differences amongst themselves, and this is natural within husband and wife, parents and children, siblings, right? Any person that you deal with, you will have differences with them. So what is it that we need to refer to? To come to some form of agreement, to have peace and harmony, we have to return to the law of Allah. In Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 59, we learn, فَإِن تَنَازَعْتُمْ فِي شَيْءٍ فَرُدُّوهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَالرَّسُولِ That if you dispute amongst yourselves, Concerning a particular matter, then refer that matter to Allah and the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Fatiru samawati wal ard, Creator of the skies and the earth. 
turn to Allah. Why? Because He is the Creator, the Originator of the heavens and the earth. جَعَلَ لَكُمْ He has made for you مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ From amongst yourselves أَزْوَاجًا mates. Plural of the word, زَوْج Meaning male and female Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created within people. So جَعَلَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ From yourself. And what does that mean? That Hawa was created from Adam. Right? So جَعَلَ لَكُمْ مِنْ أَنفُسِكُمْ As we learn in Surah An-Nisa وَخَلَقَ مِنْهَا زَوْجَهَا That he created from it, it's made. وَمِنَ الْأَنْعَامِ And also among the grazing livestock أَزْوَاجًا mates, Meaning within animals also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created mates, Meaning he has created them in pairs. Male and female. Why? To create rivalry? No. يَذْرَأُكُمْ فِيهِ The purpose is that يَذْرَأُكُمْ He multiplies you فِيهِ In it as in through it. Thereby. Through what? Through the fact that you are created in pairs. So يَذْرَأُكُمْ فِيهِ يَذْرَأُ From the root letters ذَال رَا هَمْزَ And ذَرَأَ is to basically sow a seed so it may grow, it may increase. If you have a seed with you, you keep it in a jar, it's just going to stay one seed. It's going to dry out, but it's just going to stay one. But if you plant it, if you sow it, what's going to happen? Is it going to increase? Is it going to grow? Is it going to produce more? Yes. So you had one, but when you planted it, as a result, your seed has multiplied. Right? So, يَذْرَأُكُمْ فِيهِ He multiplies you thereby. Meaning by creating you as males and females, Allah increases your numbers. لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ لَيْسَ It is not. كَمِثْلِهِ Like similar to him, شَيْءٌ Anything. Like who? Like Allah. There is nothing at all that is similar to Allah. Allah is Al-Wahid, Al-Ahad, the unique one. And when it comes to people, when it comes to the creation, then how are they? In pairs. And the thing is that people are in pairs, or the creation is in pairs. Why? Because it is incomplete. Isn't it? It is dependent on each other. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is one. Why? Because He is independent of everyone. So, لَيْسَ كَمِثْلِهِ شَيْءٍ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْبَصِيرُ And He, meaning Allah, is السَّمِيعُ, the hearing, البصير, the seeing. Meaning He is possessing His attributes with perfection and uniqueness. What is this ayah showing us? Our imperfection. And the perfection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our imperfection, the fact that we are incomplete, we are in need of each other. So think about how much more we are in need of Allah. If we are so dependent on the creation, then imagine our dependency on the Creator. So again, this is being mentioned to remind us of how we need to turn to Allah for hukum. We need to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for different matters that we differ in. Lahu to him belongs maqalid 
keys, plural of the word, miqlad. As we learned in Surah Al-Zumar, ayah 63 also, lahu maqalidu samawati wal ard. So to him belong the keys of as-samawati wal ard, of the skies and the earth. And what does that mean? That he owns the treasures as well as the power. So no door opens, door of provision, of opportunity for anybody except that Allah has opened it. And no door closes of provision, of some opportunity, except that Allah has closed it. Because all power rests with who? Allah. And all resources also are whose? They belong to Allah. So, لَهُ مَقَالِيدُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ يَبْسُطُ الرِّزْقَ He extends the provision. لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ For whomsoever He wills, وَيَقْدِرُ And He restricts. Meaning He restricts that provision also. It's up to Him. At some times, He gives them a lot of provision. And to others, at certain times, He gives them limited provision. This is whose decision? Allah's decision. And it is not at random. Because, إِنَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٍ Indeed, He is of everything all-knowing. He knows the needs of His servants, and He knows what to give to who at what time. And when that is the case, that with provision... His decisions are so perfect. Then what do you think about other matters? What do you think about other matters which He has legislated? Will they also not be perfect? Of course they will be. You know, it's amazing how, you know, the provision of every creature is linked with so many factors. And everything comes together so that that creature gets its rizq. Isn't it amazing? That how the provision of the birds is linked with the fish in the ocean, right? And that is also linked with the bears in the forests. Everything is so interconnected. It's amazing. I'm sure you're familiar with this, that salmon, when they do migrate, right? On this great journey of their migration, going against the water, and that is for the purpose of laying their eggs. In this whole journey, so many other creatures feed off of these fish. It's amazing. How even bears will hunt for them. And when bears will eat them, they won't eat the whole fish. A lot of it will be just left in the forest. That will eventually decay and become food for so many other things. And the forests that grow in that area are so dense and so nutrient-rich plants. Everything is so connected. And who is providing for every creature? Allah. وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا It's amazing. So, the point over here is if you connected with the previous verses, that when Allah is so perfect in providing physical sustenance to the creation, that every creature gets its risk, the provision that it needs at the right time, at the right place, in the right form, in the right amount. If this is the case with provision, what do you think is the case with the law that Allah has decreed? Will it not be perfect? So accept it and surrender yourselves to the law of Allah. Because, إِنَّهُ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٌ Then, شَرَعَ لَكُمْ He has ordained for you. شَرَعَ From the root letters, شِينْ رَاعِينَ شَرَعَ literally is to walk on a clear path leading to a destination. Okay, a clear path that leads to a destination, like for example, a water source. 
So for instance, it is said, شَرَعَتِ الدَّوَاب إِلَى الْمَاءِ That the animals, they went to the water. But they didn't just find their way to the water just like that. No, there is a particular path on which they are taken so that they can get to the water source. Okay? From the same root is the word شَارِعْ شَارِعْ What does شَارِعْ mean? Hmm? A street or a road. Right? So, شَرَعَ What does it mean? شَرَعَ As in he has prescribed. He has prescribed the route to the destination. Okay? He has set the way. He has legislated the way, the route to the destination. What's the destination? Jannah. How do you get there? You have to follow a particular path. Right? You have to follow a particular path. You have to take the journey. Right? And that journey, which road you should go on, which exit you should take, what speed you should be driving on. You understand what I'm talking about? So for example, if you want to get to Let's say in your group you decide that as a class we should go to a trail, okay, for hiking. So for example, we go to Halton, alright? Now, you get the exact address, alright? You type it in Google Maps, and then it'll tell you that this route will take you 30 minutes, and you have to take this highway, take that exit, and then go on this road, and then go on that road, right? So the GPS, what is it doing? It is shara'a for you, the route all the way to the destination. You understand? And that route, it has its rules. Doesn't it? What are the rules? That you have to observe the speed limit. You have to take right or left, etc., etc. There are rules of the journey that you have to observe. So, shara'a. When we hear the word shara'a, we think of sharia. And that is true. It is sharia. But sharia is not just sharia. Okay? It's a very meaningful word. It's a very meaningful word. We shouldn't be scared of this term. Okay? It's a very meaningful word. What is it? It is the path, the way of life, the rules, the do's and don'ts that Allah has ordained so that we can get to the right destination. Because it's very simple. It's not rocket science. If you don't follow the rules, you're not going to get to your destination. Isn't it? If it is said that you could make it within 30 minutes, but then you're not following the rules, the speed limit is like 80 and you're driving on 150 and you get pulled over, well, don't blame the map. Okay? It's your fault. You didn't follow the rules. It says take right and you went left. Don't blame. Blame yourself. So we have to follow the rules of the journey. So, شَرَعَ لَكُمْ Meaning, He has set the way for you. He has prescribed the law for you. And remember that it is a clear path. So, شَرَعَ also means over here that bayana. He has clarified the path for you. He has left nothing unclear or ambiguous. So, شَرَعَ لَكُمْ He has ordained for you مِنَ الدِّينِ of religion. Deen has multiple meanings in the Arabic language. In the Qur'an also the word deen has been used in various ways. And over here we understand deen as worship. And worship is religion. Right? And when it comes to the worship that Allah has prescribed, then what is that way of worship? Tawheed. That we must worship only Allah. 
So shara'alakum min ad-deen. He has ordained for you of religion, meaning worship, meaning tawheed. The tawheed that he has prescribed for you is the same as ma that which wassa bihi. He ordained. Wassa from wasiya, right? He enjoined. Wasiya is what? To give an important instruction with a lot of emphasis. As if making something mandatory on someone. So, مَا وَصَّى بِهِ That which he enjoined upon who? Nuhan Upon Nuh alayhi salam. وَالَّذِي And that which أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ We have revealed to you. Meaning, O Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. وَمَا And that which وَصَّيْنَا بِهِ إِبْرَاهِيمِ it is the same as that which we enjoined upon who? Ibrahim alayhi salam, wa Musa, wa Isa. And on Prophet Musa, as well as Prophet Isa alayhi salam. What is being said over here? The same message of Tawheed has been given to you, O Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The same was given to Ibrahim alayhi salam. The same was given to Musa and Isa alayhi salam. That the deen, the way of worship, has been the same from day one. It has been the same from day one. So the deen which the Prophet ﷺ brought is not something new. It's not an innovation. It's a continuation of the previous religion that was sent by Allah. Because in the deen or in the lahil, Islam. The religion is the same. It is Islam. It is surrendering to Allah. It is about worshipping Allah alone. We learn in Surah Al-Anbiya, Ayah 25, that وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ قَبْلِكَ مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا نُوحِي إِلَيْهِ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا أَنَا فَاعْبُدُونِي That we did not send before you any messenger except that we revealed to him that there is no God worthy of worship except Allah. Therefore, worship Allah. So the deen is the same from the beginning. And that. So, what is it that Allah legislated upon the Prophet ﷺ in the Qur'an, upon Ibrahim ﷺ and Prophet Musa and Isa and every other Prophet, and that, أَقِيمُوا All of you establish الدين the deen, meaning the correct religion. Adhere to it, establish it, and perform it well. And what is the religion, the deen? Tawheed. So, an aqimuddin to establish the religion, meaning worship Allah alone. Wala and do not that you all become divided fihi therein. Meaning, when it comes to worshiping Allah subhanahu wa taala, do not differ concerning this matter. All of you should worship Allah alone, and when you will worship others besides Allah then this will lead to division. So, لَا تَتَفَرَّقُوا فِيهِ Do not differ in it, meaning refrain from shirk. Okay? Because tawheed leads to unity, and shirk leads to disunity. As we have been seeing in the surah over and over again, about taking others as awliya besides Allah. Right? So, do not make others your awliya, because then you'll be misguided. In Surah Al-An'am, Ayah 153, we learn, And that this is my path, the one that is straight, and what is that path? 
the path of Tawheed, of worshipping Allah alone. فَاتَّبِعُوهُ Therefore follow it. وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا السُّبُلْ And do not follow other paths. Why? Because then فَتَفَرَّقَ بِكُمْ عَنْ سَبِيلِ It will lead you away from the correct path. Then you will not stay together, rather you'll become divided. In Surah Al-An'am, ayah 159 also, Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ فَرَّقُوا دِينَهُمْ وَكَانُوا شِيَعًا Indeed, those people who divided up their religion and became groups. Meaning, instead of staying together, what happened? They became divided into multiple groups. And what is the reason behind that? What is the reason behind that? They deviated from Tawheed. In Surah Al-Mu'minun, Ayah 53 also we learn, فَتَقَطَّعُوا أَمْرَهُمْ بَيْنَهُمْ زُبُرًا They divided their matter amongst themselves into pieces. And what is this matter? The matter of religion. So, لَا تَتَفَرَّقُوا فِيهِ Do not differ concerning it. Meaning remain firm upon Tawheed. Kabura. It is great. Great as in it's very difficult and heavy and burdensome, intolerable. عَلَى الْمُشْرِكِينَ Upon those who associate partners with Allah. What is very big and heavy and difficult upon them? مَا that which تَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَيْهِ You call them towards. And what is it that the Prophet ﷺ, in fact every Prophet called people to? Tawheed. So the mushrikeen, they find it very heavy. They find it very difficult. They do not like Tawheed at all. Why? Because it means they must leave their idols. They must leave all of their awliya and they must worship who? Only Allah. So this is something very difficult for them. And so they don't like what you say. They don't like you. They don't even want to hear it. So much so that they say, لا تسمعوا لهذا القرآن Don't even listen to the Quran. In fact, when the Prophet ﷺ is reciting the Quran, make noise. Make noise. This is how heavy Tawheed is for them. They don't even want to hear it. Allah says, Allah yajtabi. Allah chooses. Yajtabi from the word ijtiba, jim bawal, and ijtiba is to choose, to select. And basically, ijtiba, it means to select someone and make muqarrab. Muqarrab as in close. Draw them near. So, Allah yajtabi ilayhi, Allah chooses, Allah selects, ilayhi, meaning for himself, man yasha, whoever he wills. What does it mean by this ijtiba? That Allah chooses whomsoever He wills. That Allah guides to tawheed. Whomsoever He wills. And when a person is guided to tawheed, then who is it that He draws closer to? Who? Allah. Because what does tawheed mean? La ilaha illallah. You're putting a cross on everything. You know, negating everything. Except who? Allah. So, when a person will say, La ilaha illallah, then this is ultimately going to draw him closer to Allah. So, Allah yajtabi ilayhi man yasha. And whoever is guided to tawheed, then this is Allah's huge favor upon that servant. As we learned earlier, that walakin yudkhilu man yasha'u fi rahmatihi. Wayahdi ilayhi, and he guides to himself. Who is it that Allah guides? Man yunibu. The one who turns. Meaning the one who turns to Allah. The one who wants to be guided. Then Allah guides that person also. 
So what do we learn in this ayah? It's a long ayah, but it's a clear verse. And the message is very evident. And what is that message? That the deen was always the same. What is that deen? The deen of tawheed. That was sent through every single prophet. And people were warned that do not become divided amongst yourselves. How? Through shirk. Because if you will do that, then you are no longer upon the correct religion. And when that is the case, no matter what religion you bring, it will not be accepted. The only religion that will be accepted by Allah is of tawheed. And then we see over here also in this ayah, that every single prophet when he brought tawheed, alright, what does that mean? The aqidah, the belief was the same. The belief that was preached by every prophet was the same. As we learn in hadith that the Prophet ﷺ said, نَحْنُ مَعْشَرَ الْأَنْبِيَاءِ أَوْلَادُ عَلَّاتٍ دِينُنَا وَاحِدٍ دِينُنَا وَاحِدٍ You should write these words with yourself. Okay? In your notes. دِينُنَا وَاحِدٍ In hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said that we prophets are like brothers. Our religion is the same. And what is that religion? Of Tawheed. Now, remember there is the aqidah, there is the belief, alright? And then there is the law. Yes. Okay. That nahnu ma'ashar al-anbiya, we, the group of prophets, are awladu allatin. Okay. Are like brothers from different mothers. Okay. This is an example. It doesn't mean literally. Okay. This is an example. That just as, you know, there could be siblings, but how? That they share the same father, but different mothers. Okay? So this is an example. Auladu allatin. Meaning there is, even though we differ, there is still some sameness between all of us. Alright? And what is that sameness? What is it that we share? Dinuna wahid. Our religion is the same. Is one. Okay? So we see that there is the aqidah, there is the beliefs, and then there is the manhaj, or you could say the methodology, alright, the do's and the don'ts, the laws, the halal and the haram, okay, the fard and the wajib and all of that, okay, the technicalities. So we see that when it comes to the beliefs, they were always the same. There was no change in them. Okay, believing in Allah, believing in the Hereafter, believing in the prophets, in the books, angels, in fate, all of that. Alright? So, every prophet brought the same belief. Okay? But when it comes to the law, when it comes to the practical aspect of the do's and the don'ts, then yes, they were different. Okay? So there were some things that were forbidden, for example, at the time of Isa alayhi salam. But they were made permissible at the time of the Prophet ﷺ. You understand? So the law may have changed, but the faith, the beliefs, they were never changed. And that makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Because what we believe in is what? It's it's haq. And haq doesn't change over time. Alright? So anyway... This is something that's evident in the ayah. And then the next part of the ayah, what does it teach us? That the reason why the mushrikeen opposed the Prophet ﷺ so heavily is because they they didn't like tawheed. 
كبر على المشركين ما تدعوهم إليه and then الله يجتبي إليه من يشاء Allah chooses whomsoever he wills and ويهدي إليه من ينيب in the Quran we learn about Ibrahim السلام, that شاكرا لأنعمه اجتباه Allah chose him Allah selected him about Ummah Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also, Allah says, huwajtabakum, He has chosen you. So, He chooses whomsoever He wills and He guides the one who wants that guidance. Recitation. وَمَخْتَلَفْتُمْ فِيهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فَحُكْمُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ ذلكم الله ربي عليه توكلت وإليه أنيب فاطر السماوات والأرض جعل لكم من أنفسكم أزواجا ومن الأنعام أزواجا يذرأكم فيه ليس كمثله شيء وهو السميع البصير له مقاليد السماوات والأرض يبسط الرزق لمن يشاء ويقدر إنه بكل شيء عليم شَرَعَ لَكُمْ مِنَ الدِّينِ مَا وَصَّى بِهِ نُوحًا وَالَّذِي أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ وَمَا وَصَّيْنَا بِهِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى وَعِيسَى أَنْ أَقِيمُوا الدِّينَ وَلَا تَتَفَرَّقُوا فِيهِ كَبُرَ عَلَى الْمُشْرِكِينَ مَا تَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَيْهِ اللَّهُ يَجْتَبِي إِلَيْهِ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَيَهْدِي إِلَيْهِ مَنْ يُنِيبُ وَمَا تَفَرَّقُوا إِلَّا مِنْ بعد ما جاءهم العلم بغيا بينهم ولولا كلمة سبقت من ربك إلى أجل مسمى لقضي بينهم وإن الذين أورثوا الكتاب من بعدهم لفي شك 